Puddles in the morning, puddles in the evening, puddles in the afternoon. Well, I'm a puddle boy and she's a puddle girl. The Puddles Podcast is starting real soon. Welcome to another episode of Puddles. It's uh, your boy, Puddle Boy, a.k.a. Dry Dick, a.k.a. Poo Pants, a.k.a. Uh, Tickle Cock, a.k.a. Uh, Mice, a.k.a. Garbage Face, a.k.a. Roadrunner, uh, Ball Sack, a.k.a. Old Gray Balls, a.k.a. Uh, Weird Thumbs, a.k.a. Bushy Eyebrows, a.k.a. Uh, bite My Nails, even though I want to stop because every time I do it, I'm worried that I might get an STD from fingering a girl, a.k.a. Uh, yeah. Those are about some new ones, elbow skin. What's going on, guys? Uh, had a great show last night in New Jersey at the Stress Factory. Just been doing some stand-up. It's, uh, it's going pretty good. It's going pretty good. I'm doing some new jokes that I like. It's always nerve-wracking to do new, uh, new jokes, considering I don't get up that much. So every time you do them new, it's like brand new. So you do get a feeling of uh, intense panic, but you do enjoy it more because the reward is better when they go well, if they go well. Um, yeah, so yeah, no, things are good. My neighbor, uh, who's who wrote two emails. I don't know. He could maybe hear me. Um, you know, I have this neighbor that the second day I was here at 8 PM, I was talking like maybe this loud and he decided to pound on the wall. Like I was having a party with a full, uh, brass band playing, um, you know, um, like a uh, New Orleans style song while, you know, people were screaming and getting shot. That's what you would think. That's how loud he knocked on my wall. And so from then on, I was like, well, I'm not going to respect this person because obviously he doesn't respect me. You got to respect me, pal. If you're going to earn my respect, you don't pound on the wall. You come over here and you say, hey, man, you might not be so loud. We have thin walls. And I'd be like, no, go fuck yourself. No, I really would. I would. I, I react well to um, someone that is uh, shows empathy and shows a willing to uh, discuss things. Pounding on my wall is not that. Pounding on my wall tells me it's war, and I'm ready to go to war. So, anyways. Uh, he did write the landlord twice an email, and since then I haven't heard a pounding. I've also been better. I've been better. I've been watching. Uh, if I'm watching movies late night, I'll watch it on my computer instead of my 40-inch screen, flat screen. Not to brag. It's a Roku. Roku. Uh, yeah, so I'll let you know. I'll give you an update on where we're at. Who knows? Maybe next time I'll have a knife wound in my chest because we went to a freaking fisticuffs um two stories we're gonna do a couple stories the puddles two it went down from the puddles five to the puddles four to the puddles three now we're at the puddles two the puddles deuce the puddles uh um uh you know yeah okay so here's a couple stories uh this one uh you know i just found it an interesting story about um 
you'll hear it. You'll just hear it. Ready? I'm not sure if this is funny. Strong start. I almost didn't do this story because I'm like, is it not funny? Because I'm whatever. Several years ago, I was broke and living on Long Island with my parents while working in the city. I met a guy on OKCupid. <laughs> this was before the apps were popular, maybe before they even existed. And online dating was sort of sketchy, and the only options were OKC or Match. But that's not the point of this story. Uh, yeah, it is, because we'll get into it later, but your options back then were insanely small. Uh, to meet someone off the internet was insanely, it felt insanely dangerous, right? It felt like you were meeting like a hitchhiker almost. I remember I met a girl off an AOL chat room. I had no idea what she looked like. I drove an hour and a half to meet her. She didn't look great. She wasn't uh, what I um, envisioned my wife to be. I met her at my friend's house. Never do that. Never meet a date at your uh, buddy's house because he'll, uh, we had Nokia's at the time and he put his Nokia, his that phone underneath the couch. So when I was sitting with my date, he was going, he's got a little dick, little dick from outside. And, uh, you know, that didn't go well. So, uh, yeah, it does mean a lot for this story anyways. And we arranged to meet up in the city after work. He said he lived downtown, which I thought was awesome. So I lied because I wanted to sound cool and said I lived in the Upper East Side. Not even a cool place to live, she writes. We met up at the Brother Jimmy's in Murray Hill, and I think I ordered a tequila sunrise. Okay, if you've ever been to Brother Jimmy's in New York City in Murray Hill, it is a bro's paradise. It's essentially a date rate bar. Um, it's like an extension of like after you graduate college and you don't want to grow up and you're still living off your parents' insurance and maybe some of their money, you go to Brother Jimmy's. Uh, a bottle of barbecue sauce exploded when I tried to squeeze some sauce on the side of the plate. We ended up really hitting it off. After several more drinks, he said he had something to tell me. He said he wanted to keep hanging out, but he had lied about where he lived. He said he actually lived in Jersey with his parents and he needed to get to 42nd Street and catch the last bus home. So you lied to him about living in Long Island. He's lying about Jersey. I like that it takes a few drinks to finally like open up, you know, like about where you live and your situation. Also, lying is such a red flag right there. But like, OK, anyways, he said that if he didn't catch this bus, he would have to find a couch to crash on for the night. At this point, he's probably thinking I'll invite him to stay over. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm panicking because I also have to catch the train. Uh, I was low key planning on staying at his place. I love it. You both were planning on whoring it out and sleeping away, having an away game. Uh because we both lied to each other. Uh, but I also recognized that it was funny because we were both lying to each other. I told him that I too lived in a basement outside of the city and I wouldn't have a place to sleep either if I didn't get to the LIRR as soon as possible. By the way, this was in time before the Uber and getting a yellow cab. Um, we had a good laugh at how stupid we were. Uh, see, that's the beautiful thing. I guess lying, then you have that like connection after. But if you just told the truth to begin with, you'd already like, maybe you wouldn't have met up. Maybe you just decided, okay, we both don't live in the city. 
Well, we're not going to fuck at our parents' house. But anyways, we had a good laugh, headed to our parents' homes via our respective public transit options. No, we didn't. We decided to get a hotel room. So, God, that's so hot. You just found out each other's lying. You met on OkCupid, and now you get a hotel room. So there I am checking into a Holiday Inn on Canal Street with a guy I've known for five hours. I think the room was like $120, which felt like a lot. Yeah, back then, during OkCupid times. Sharing a hotel room with a stranger wasn't as creep as I thought it would be. We had fun. The next day, we just went to work. The next morning, like normal, completely responsible people. We never spoke again. (sighs) Keep this anonymous, but I think his name was Steve. (laughs) Of course, it was named Steve. I like that you went to work, I guess, in whatever you were wearing the night before with maybe a little bit of barbecue sauce on it. You did the walk of shame right to work, and I respect that. Um, I guess it's always important. If you're going to go on a date and you're possibly going to sleep over there and you live outside the city, dress for business. Dress for the job you want. Um, I asked how the sex was. Um, She said it was great, surprisingly. So after all the brother Jimmy Tequila, I don't know why we never saw each other again. I'm literally just now considering 10 years later that he was probably not single. (laughs) He probably had like a wife and kids in Jersey. Oh, that's so great. Oh man, a slow burn. I said, she goes, damn, I feel played. It is so funny when you, uh, when you tell a story that you've maybe told for years and you finally like, were like, Oh my God, actually. Um, yeah, he was a murderer. You know, you just like, you come to a realization that you never realized before. Cause you've told the story the same way over and over again. Oh man. Yeah, I guess that just shows, like, come in, uh, but I don't know. It makes it more fun when you're, I guess, when you lie, because then it's, like, hotter. But I always feel like first dates, just fucking be exactly who you are. And then it will, I don't know. I feel like it will work out better. Um, I could be wrong. I mean, you know, I've been one to overshare on first dates. I'll tell women that I've been arrested. I'll tell women that, you know, I got an AIDS test as a virgin. I'll tell women that uh, I only own one towel and it's dirty. I'll tell women that uh, I haven't cleaned my sheets. I just buy new ones. I'll tell women I live, I slept on a queen bed on top of a fool. Like I'll do all these things to like discredit myself, but in the name of like, I think being funny, but I don't think it's that sexy. So I don't know what you should lead with on the first date. I think you should tell the truth while also like keeping some things mysterious, but not like too mysterious. Cause I feel like when you're just quiet on a date, like that cool, quiet person, some people can pull that off. I can't pull that off. Um, all right. Second, uh, second, uh, story. When I was in high school, I was dating a guy who had a house in Cozumel. Ooh, fancy. Mexico and it was his senior year in high school so naturally he wanted to take a senior trip and went to Cozumel and took me along with him and his good friends and sister the house in Cozumel was kind of small and we only had the upstairs to live in for the trip and there was only one bathroom okay right there I already see kind of foreshadowing here anytime someone goes there was only one bathroom shit's about to go down literally not in the toilet. Okay. Side note, this is important for the rest of the story. I have a hard time shitting when other people are around or I'm not in my own bathroom. These kind of people kind of fascinate me. Like I've known people that can't shit in public bathrooms 
but then every part of their life they're disgusting but they can't shit like that's like their one thing their one cut off um i love to shit in a public bathroom it's great i won't even wipe it down i'll freaking um, I'll sit on a, I'll go, I'll go freaking raw dog. No, that's disgusting. But I just, I really don't mind it. I really don't. Unless it's like a terrible bathroom. Like I don't want it to be warm from the person before me. Whatever. Anyways, you get it. I'm just, some people are very anal about it. No pun intended. Okay. So when we arrived to the house, we made an agreement. If someone was going to use the bathroom, we had to let everyone know to be aware that it could smell like shit. (laughs) So as each day goes by, everyone is shitting except for me. So we get, everyone must think you're just lying. Like you haven't been honest about it yet. So we get to about day five and I still haven't shit. And that night at dinner, I couldn't eat because I was so full of Mexican food and booze, which you think would make me have to, uh, would make me have to shit. Oh, go to the bathroom, but I just did not. After dinner, we're downtown Cozumel, and I'm so much pain. Five days you're waiting. Five days you have shit in you. It's insane, dude. After dinner, we're downtown Cozumel, and I am in so much pain. So while the rest of the group goes on a tequila tour, I sneak away to what looks like a pharmacy in need of medicine to help me shit. But we are in the heart of Cozumel, and it is not Americanized at all, so everything's in Spanish. I do my best. I find pills that look like they help me shit. I buy them, and I immediately take two. Two was definitely one too many, but this was not discovered <laughs> until the next day. I love like like someone looking at a box and be like, yeah, you know, these are shit pills. These got to be shit pills. Uh, we go home and go to bed. Nothing happens. I haven't shit. The next morning, now we are on day six, and it's scuba diving day. I'm underwater, and I hear my stomach starts to growl. Dude, if you shit in your fucking wetsuit, oh, my God. that <laughs> I hear my stomach starts to growl underwater, and thank God I didn't shit myself, but I came very close. I'd feel bad for the fish, to be honest. You would probably ruin, like, uh, all the coral, like a reef. There'll be, like, a reef... Uh, uh, there was um, a reef is gone in Cozumel due to a girl holding her shit for six days and then taking two pills that she didn't know. And now uh, 40,000 fish are dead and the algae has turned into monsters. Um, we go home to go to bed. Nothing happens. I haven't shit the next morning. Now we are on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. After a day of scuba diving, we turn home to the house. And as we're walking up the stairs, my stomach made the loudest noise. I literally feel my intestines and everything shift. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Down toward my butt. I make the announcement to the group that I have to go to the bathroom, and if anyone needs to go pee, they should just do it now. I go into my main room and just chill with the group. After a second of hanging out, I realize I'm about to shit. I find a trash can. (laughs) I love it. I find a trash can in the room that has a little CVS bag wrapped around it and I waddle over to it with my ass cheeks clenched and exploded into the little can. While everyone is around me, I am explosive shitting into a little can and locking eyes with everyone in the room. I finish shitting and just stand up. Everyone walks away. <laughs> they walk away like you're like like you're like a uh, a, a a suicide bomber like with <laughs> 
while everyone is around me, I'm explosive shitting into the little cannon, locking eyes with everyone in the room. I finish shitting and just stand up. Everyone walks. Away. I wrap the bag up in a knot and run outside. I run down the streets of Cozumel. <laughs> crying holding a bag of shit what men are yelling at me while i'm wearing my bikini saying hola chica and i'm just crying holding a full ass bag of shit finally i throw the bag into the air because i can't take it anymore the bag splats on the ground like a cartoon and i run away like a little bitch my boyfriend shortly broke up with me about a month later (laughs) oh my god first of all you let everyone pee before you could have just shit in the bathroom and just instead of letting people again it's like why do we try so hard just shit and let people smell your shit and then you never would have to shit in the bag you were so nice to let people pee before you I just have such a vision of you running with a bag of shit just God, why me? Oh, Casamela, oh, mucho gusto. Oh, lo siento. La punta esta grande, ah, mierda. Oh, my God. That's awesome story. Sorry, your boyfriend broke up with you, but I honestly don't blame him. You killed, you almost killed a reef, and, uh, you, uh, you probably ruined tourism for Cozumel for a few years after that. But I love the honesty. Thank you so much for sharing. If you have more stories, please send them to me. DM them on Instagram. Just send me some stories. They're fucking great, guys. Um, yeah. Also, join my Patreon. Uh, if you go to patreon.com, Puddles with Andrew Collin, uh, I do an episode a week. Um, it's really fun stuff. Like I really feel like you guys get even more of an inside look on who I am uh, and what goes on uh, every day with me. Um, yeah. Check out patreon.com. Uh, great interview today. Uh, we have John Feidelberg from Barstool Sports. Uh, his podcast It's called KFC Radio. This episode, honestly, is one of the most insane, funniest, just crazy episode uh, interviews that I've ever done. I think we we really get along. We really have a similar sense of humor, a lot of self-deprecation, and a lot of uh, shit talk, actually. That's why I picked this story. All right. Again, thank you guys for so so much for listening. Enjoy the interview. All right. Love y'all. Double 85. Later. Yo, so this is an ad, uh, not for anyone else except for your boy Puddle Boy. Uh, go to my website, uh, andrewcollincomedy.com, and go to shop, and you'll see all my new merch. I have so much great Puddle stuff. Um, it really is, like, crazy how much cool shit there is. So uh, go check out andrewcollincomedy.com and go uh, go shop. Buy yourself a gift. All right. Love you guys. All right. Thanks. All right. Welcome to Puddles with Andrew Collin. It's your boy, Andrew Collin. I'm here with Feidelberg from Barstool Sports. What's going on, dude? Dude, I'm fucking exhausted for starters. Is 
Not Rosie got to climb four flights of stairs. Oh, you know what, dude? You you're a bougie bitch, dude. Oh, what are you, an elevator the, boy? No, I actually live in a walk up. I live on the first floor. Um, but I've 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 started doing uh, elevators in the office during COVID. I used to not do it because we're on the second floor. Yeah. And I used to not do it because there were so many people in and out that I would like feel like a dick if I slept on the very next floor. But now, now I just let it rip. Now there's there's not enough people. I take the elevator fucking everywhere now. So now with COVID, you're like, yo, I got to get in a small space. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't take a person. If there was a person, I would not take. It. Okay. I'd, I'd wait or I'd let. And that's not a COVID situation. That's just I don't want them to judge me for taking the elevator up one flight. Obviously, I don't care. Look at us. We're this close. We're I, who's Mick Jagger? Who's Keith Richards? <laughs> Ready? Get close. Dude, I think you I'm, can't I'm, always get what, what you want. want. <laughs> you know what I love about <laughs> it? Because they get so around. close, they're practically making. They're like sucking <laughs> oh, each other. Oh, they fucked each other before. <laughs> for sure. One hundred percent. They fucked. I, I think all rock stars just get so sick of fucking pussy. Like I gotta suck his dick. Like there's no doubt about it. Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz has fucked more dudes than like most regular girls. Well, think about it. Like if I'm in a band and I want to get on track with my bass play, I want everyone involved. You gotta fucking elephant walk. You gotta throw your dick. <laughs> if you throw your dick in my asshole, we're gonna stay on beat. You want a four by four major? You throw your balls in my mouth. Yeah, dude, I wasn't a frat. I know how you become friends with someone. <laughs> you either learn guitar or you suck their dick yeah. or do both. Yeah, no, but it's just so funny because they get so close, and then like, and then like, like even a homophobic guy will be like, "Yeah, yeah. they're singing together on a mu-. like." A homophobic guy would watch Keith Richards fucking Mick Jagger and be like, "Yeah, rock and roll." Who wouldn't? Are you ha- if you wouldn't want to like, I, I now it's not. I hadn't thought about it ever, honestly. Um, but now it's like I'm not gonna like have a successful life unless I can say like on my deathbed like. God, I remember watching that fucking Mick Jagger. And I don't want them in the 70s either. I want them fucking right now. Oh, God. I want just soft, right mushy dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Mick Jagger had a kid, like, fucking yesterday. He, he's still fucked. How do you think they get to come out of his... Co- you think he's still coming? Oh, dude. Mick Jagger is not only coming. He has, like, super cum. Like, he'll fuck you in the bathroom before dinner. And before dessert comes out, you're giving birth. You're in labor. <laughs> like, it's just a fucking little kid with a drug addiction and a fucking British accent. Just sitting there, like smoking I'll, a cigarette. I'll take the chocolate mousse, face. <laughs> just smoking a cigarette. Hello. It's like, where did you come from? Hey, I just came out of this pussy in about thirty-five minutes, Jag- and I'm ready to rock. Jagger just comes full humans. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> comes rock stars. Yeah. His son was in a, in in that TV show on like uh, HBO. It didn't last long, but he was great in it. Like he played a rocker really well. Um, I'm pretty sure it was his son. Huge mouth. Have you ever noticed that? Like Aerosmith, huge mouth. That's why they got the logos. I mean, the, if the logo is a huge mouth, yeah. you got to, you know, came from somewhere. Do you think women think, oh, he'll eat pussy because he has a big mouth? And then. I don't know. Because that's, that's what people think with Anne Hathaway, right? That she sucks dick because she's got such a big mouth. I want a tight mouth. I want, I want a little mouth. A little hands, little mouth. Like, I don't want anything weird that could be bigger than me. Like, I, I want an esophagus. Like, I want, like, a post-cancer esophagus. Yeah, like, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah I just want to fuck your like, neck, Cole. <laughs> because, dude, I can't, like, yeah, the tighter the mouth, more teeth. I want it, like, huge teeth, little mouth, so my dick feels huge. You could cut you up my gut. teeth? Yeah. I want- no. The, I, I think there are, the, the, like, least attractive thing about a person could be just a poor gum to that is that is the most important thing. You could be fucking 
the stunning hottest body in the world. And if you have a poor gum to tooth, I'd rather fuck a fat homeless lady. <laughs> so wait, are you talking about the women with big gums? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so sad. It's so sad. Right? I have empathy for it because like, I have like little chiclet teeth. I used to have great teeth and then I didn't wear a retainer or brush my teeth for 10 years. But so I've <laughs> lost a few in the war, um, the tooth war. <laughs> uh, but uh, when a girl has the gums, like the big gums, they'll go like this. They'll smile. They'll go. Yeah, well, and it's so sad because they won't keep their mouth open. And then in pictures, like they won't like fully smile. You'll just see them go because you know because it's all because once it's out there. Yeah, it, it it is very sad that you can't do the one thing that symbolizes you're happy. But <laughs> but at the same time, when I see it, I'm like Jesus Christ, clean it. Like, what are you fucking? <laughs> can you get can you close that fucking mouth? What are you doing here? So wait, so they can make teeth for little teeth. Why can't they? make your gums like they got to have something right? I, I bet they can because i i have to have gum surgery <laughs> um <laughs> because i dipping yeah because i chew tobacco so i i have like very my gums are very receded so they have to um <laughs> fix it and it was i put it off for like four years now because it's horrifying they scrape skin off the fucking roof of my mouth and then jam it in my gums and pull my gums up who thought of this? I don't understand. Why does that work? It, it it's kind of how it's like you know what it reminds me of. I have a rip. I had a rip in my asshole, like a, a fissure, okay. an anal fissure. It's pretty cool. <laughs> and uh, in order to fix it, they had to rip my asshole more. What, dude? You tell me. What? And then they had to put my gums in my. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> god damn come on it's a new apartment but no oh but no God. but i swear to god that's how they fix a fissure they rip your asshole more jesus christ yeah. so you're just like a woman who's giving birth like yeah you, you were a diaper for a while i i they put some kind of gauze down yeah, there yeah, for a while because yeah, yeah. you could leak no, out just, you could leak out straight up you wore a diaper <laughs> <laughs> i wish dude can you imagine just being at the u.s open and you're in the middle sea and you could just shit yourself <laughs> i've often thought about that we're like, oh, Often? like, like, yeah, like, honestly, more than I care to admit, for sure. I wouldn't say it's, it's not a regular thing. I don't start my day, like, brush my teeth, like, all right, diaper thinking. But, like, it, it, it's a weekly thing, the situation, where, like, would I shit my pants if I had a diaper on? And I, I, I don't think I would, man. I don't know, man. Have you ever shit yourself? Oh. When, when's, when's the last like what was the most embarrassing shit you're, i like a guy that's like okay so you shit yourself a lot but like what which one was embarrassing uh i shit myself on saturday night <laughs> like this saturday yeah like like three days ago <laughs> so you shit yourself no diaper diaper on no way no, no diaper because <laughs> it's premeditated it wasn't, you know, obviously it wasn't a fucking turd it wasn't a full shit where did you shit yourself at a bar it wasn't even a drunk thing like it was early in the night it was just like I, I just, it was like one of the, like a classic gamble on a fart. And yeah, and what happened? So what you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have So no, but wait, wait, what happened? So what did you do after you shit yourself? You go to the bathroom. Okay. Fucking take your pants off. Fucking take your boxes off. Wipe your ass. Trash the boxes. <laughs> go commando rest of the night. So you kept going out. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah, didn't sure. leak. It wasn't leaking. No, no, no. It was. It wasn't. Have you ever bad, fully shit leaking. yourself though? Yeah, that's a. That one most recent one was probably um, <laughs> six months ago. Probably it was. I think it was. I think it was during COVID. If not, it was right before. And I was so I was sick as sick as a dog, and it was like I like food poisoning, or whatever. And like I woke up in bed, and like I had to shit the bed, and like I which I'd never done in my life before, not at least not since I was an adult. 
And um, I'm just like, just like, I had just shit. And I was like, fuck. So throwing out all my sheets, doing all this. And then like, I got my food poisoning, so I just can't stop shitting yeah. still. And then I was cooking lunch that afternoon. And so it must have been cold because I was you home. You cooked lunch? I, was, I, I got HelloFresh because they were an okay, ad deal. Okay. And now I keep doing it. Um, just because I'm too lazy to cancel fucking subscription services. Me too, yeah. Um, and uh, so I was, I was cooking couscous, right? And I had to bend down. <laughs> Time out. How do you say it? Couscous. It's couscous. Couscous. Whatever. Couscous. <laughs> <laughs> the food's so nice they named it twice. And, and I, had to, <laughs> I had to get something Coosie, out of the oven. Yeah, yeah. And to get something out of the oven, the chicken or whatever I was fucking cooking. And I just bent, like I squatted down. And I just fully shit myself again. Oh my god! But then the thing with couscous is <laughs> couscous is it's, it's a very quick cook. It's like one minute of this, one two minute of that. Oh, so you burnt the couscous? No, I just kept cooking it with the shit in my pants because oh. I could. I had to finish the meal before I could go finish up. So I was just cooking with a big old dump in my pants. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> That's great, though. I mean, you lost some LBs. I'll tell you yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that you still wanted to eat. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it didn't. Well, I was like, <laughs> I've been pushing all this nutrition out of me for fucking twelve hours. I'm gonna die if I don't eat. I had to cook something. Yeah, dude, I've had a couple of those. Moments. I mean, I, I I've told this story before. I shit myself in high school, and it was bad. But then someone shit themselves. I was shit boy for a week, and then my buddy shit himself worse a week later. Saved my. It was the nicest thing anyone's ever done for. I owe you, Proctor. He literally was called. If you shit yourself, you're called you Proctor. Like or like, I gotta take a Proctor. Like shit became synonymous with this guy's last name. It was really sad. I I was the opposite in high school. I only got shit the whole time. I was I was like I was shit brick from my American Pie. Where it's like I do not shit except for like one bathroom in my house. That's it. Yeah, that's a whole thing that people are afraid to shit out in the open. I'm, I'm to this day, I'm still terrified of it. Like it's still, what, what scares you about it? Because I, you don't seem like a clean freak. You no, literally no, just not said you shit yourself, you threw the underwear yeah. in the trash, <laughs> and you got another Miller Lite. Like, what part of you thinks that you need to go home because you can't shit in the public? I, I don't know what, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I have gotten older now to the point where like, Oh, if I have to shit in public, I'll, I'll shit. It, it's, it's, it'll be, it'll have to be an emergency. But I, I've, I've gotten good. I've like trained. I think it's my lower intestine, maybe. Where like I just, I just eat it. Like I'll just hold it and it just goes away. I don't. I just. Where does it go? You think? I think it just. Does it come? Up. Is it ever show up? Like an hours later? Can you call it back? Oh, no. Oh no. I, I shit like twice a week. If I'm, if I'm not, you're sick. not healthy. Man. No, oh no, I'm gonna have colon cancer by the time 36. I think I sure. have it already, but I shit a lot. I don't know. I think I probably shit too much. I guess <laughs> I mean, we'd make a hell of a team, you know, between you shitting twice yeah. a week and me shitting right now because <laughs> I have a diaper on. Because they, I don't know if I told you, but they cut my ass. <laughs> Bro, it's an absurd surgery. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, so you shit twice a week. I mean. Do you live with your girlfriend? Yeah. Do you think that has any play in it? Uh, no. In fact, I've actually gotten better. I like when when I first we first started dating, it would be like I'm only shitting like because we were long distance until she moved to New York. Okay. She lived in Boston, and so like, whenever she came, we were living together, quote unquote. Yeah. Like, you know, be it for a week or a weekend, whatever it was. But like, I didn't have anywhere else to go, so I I would take a shower every time. So I just took like oh the old shower cover up yeah. and I still kind of do that now in our in our apartment unless like 
unless she's working because she works from home. So like, unless she's working and she's like in the other room and I know I have privacy in our bedroom, I'll, I'll take a shower. The shower, I bet you she knows when your shower is longer, it means you took a fucking fat shit because you're waiting for the <laughs> smell to go away. Do you have a spray in there? Uh, no, yeah, no, no. Maybe you so. get a spray and then you don't have to shower every day. Dude, I shower all the time. I, I've started working But you out, shit twice a week. Yeah, but tell you. So I moved in with my girlfriend. This is very recent. This is uh, two oh, Congrats. Ago, Mazel. And, uh, and I have like a porn addiction. And then like I can't fucking jerk off with her in bed, right? So like I had to come up with a scheme to get more showers. So I started exercising. And like I'm in like pretty good shape for the first time in a long time. And it's because I, it's just because I want to watch porn. Okay, so, so where are you watching porn? You're watching on porn the on the toilet, on your phone? <laughs> yeah. With headphones in? Uh, sometimes I go headphones, sometimes I'll just go, no noise. No noise. Yeah. yeah. Or you just put it, to see what it's like to be a deaf guy? You put it like one click up, and yeah. you kind of like switch back and forth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> you go to the ear, to the phone. Yeah, you're just fucking moving around so you can just get a little bit of fucking slapping. <laughs> I love that, dude. <laughs> Fucking wait. So, the, so you let? Do you feel like you jerk off more now that your girlfriend lives with you? Probably, yeah. Because it's like I'm not allowed to. So it's like I got. Uh, so you're like being a bad boy. Yeah, the best. Jerk. I mean, it's not like I'm not allowed to. Like she has no problem with me watching porn or masturbating. It's just like. Be pretty fucking awkward if I didn't bed with but, us. She's but do you still want to fuck her as much? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're a horn dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and I and I, I don't. I have I have like a, a Keith Richards day where like I don't. I need two minutes turnaround, and I I'll fuck ten times in a day. Come on, dude. Like we were interviewing Tommy Lee the other day, and I asked him like, "What's the most he's ever fucked in a day?" And I think he must have misunderstood the question. Because I think he must have answered with like, not sex, sex with different women. So because his answer was five. Okay. And I was like, Tommy, like that's fucking rookie numbers, dude. Like I'll put up eight on a Saturday, no problem. Yeah. yeah. We're just hanging around on the Here's couch. Here's the difference. The you want to know the difference? And I think I figured it out. His dick is gigantic. <laughs> he needs more blood into his cock. Yeah. Your dick is filled up in a second. Mine, <laughs> mine is like. All the only blood it needs is like that vial Angelina Jolie had on her neck with fucking Billy Bob Thornton's blood in it. That's all. <laughs> you know when they prick your finger? Yeah. That's your boner. Yeah. Tommy Lee, the whole arm. Right. The whole arm and an artery. That's what he needs. That's the difference. He needs like the blood of a dead person. Yeah. To get his, his body's like, dude, we need all of this. This You need the blood of a salamander. <laughs> like you have a salamander dick. That's the difference. So five of his hard dicks is equal to 25 of your dicks. Um, you didn't think of it that way. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, Tommy Lee, we had Now, in fairness, my dick's the same size as yours. I could do two. Tops. <laughs> really? Dude, I don't know, man. I am on Zoloft, and I'm, I'm, I'm 40 now. I come once. I'm not coming again for another three days. Dude, I don't. I was in the pocket the other day. I'll, I'll fucking I'll, – I'll rip you twice without, before it even goes down. I mean, that's insanity. <laughs> My buddy was... Now, now, mind you, this is all just like... this. Despite that ability, I'm still bad at sex. <laughs> like, I'm not like... Women hate this you. about you. <laughs> <laughs> like, your girlfriend is like... No, but, then he fucked me seven times. And everyone's like, 
Oh my God. No, 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 no. no, no. I want to stop it. <laughs> They're all bad. <laughs> you're like a good, you're like when I gamble, I remember I got in the gambling for like two seconds and I bet on 50 games. I lost 49. Of them. <laughs> like that's who you like. You're like, yo, if I fuck her 10 times, one of them's going to be great. No. No, dude. <laughs> and I never asked, like, how was it? I never asked, like, did you come? Because I know the fucking answer. Right? <laughs> what, what's, like, the lawyer phrase? Like, don't ever ask a question that you don't want to know the answer to, whatever it is. Like, yeah, I'm just like, all right, see you later. <laughs> you can tell by the look on her face. She's like, you know what? Why don't you just go jerk off in the bathroom <laughs> with your phone like this? <laughs> I, so what is it like living with, like, is this the first girl you've ever lived with? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How? Is, so quarantine, is that, like, uh, like, do you think that expedited things or was it time? Anyway? No, it actually pushed things back oh. because we were going to do it in March. And oh, then okay. with COVID, I, was, I went home. I was home um, in Massachusetts for a couple of months. I forget how long it was. Yeah. But um, I came back in July. I probably left in like April. Yeah. So I was there for a little, got a little bit. But yeah, we were going to do it in March. And then with COVID coming on, it was. What, uh, so this is the first girl you've ever lived with? Yeah. Oh, man. What's that like? Honestly, it's awesome. Yeah. I don't really, I, I, it hasn't It'd been It'd be that, weird if you said it. Was, <laughs> it hasn't been long enough where it would be like, like uh, I'd have some like horror story. There, there are definitely times when you're like, I'd like to just lay in bed and jerk off right now. And you don't get to do that. Or, <laughs> Everything like, is right <laughs> that, That's just, that's the, mo- that's the thing that's been changed the most in my life. Like my masturbation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. We still just hang out on the couch, watch TV. Huh? Like it's because we don't have many hobbies. It's not like oh, she's in the living room. I can't learn my cello. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually nice too, though, because like I like to drink, and she does too. And it's like it's it's a nice twist to be like I'm drinking with someone. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Like, like a real dirtbag when you're like I put down a bottle and a half of wine last night. Fucking watching Seinfeld reruns. Like at least yeah. like now we're cooking dinner, having some wine. There's an activity involved in the drinking rather than just. <laughs> Drinking when you live alone is just, I mean, it just really gets, sad. It gets sad fast. Well, it's like when you're walking down the street, you see a crackhead couple and you're like, that's love. Yeah, like, yeah. like they have ruined their lives for the love of each other. And they don't feel alone or sad because they're doing crack together. Right. But you just have a roof over your head. Yeah. And also it's nice, like, like you wake up and you have, you're, you know, finished half a bottle of whiskey last night. At least if I do it now. It's like, well, she must have had a ton of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> it's someone to blame it on. She's like, actually, I didn't even drink yeah. last night. You're like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Fucking liar. <laughs> fucking liar. Look at you. You're fucking hammered still. Uh, no, I just had a green juice, and I've been working out for two hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like when like, you like, blame parts on the dog. Like, I, I got a live-in girlfriend blame to blame my alcoholism on. <laughs> Did you drink my whiskey? No, it was you again. <laughs> It was you. Did the dog? We don't have a dog. <laughs> dude, I love that, dude. I love that for you, man. That's like a big step. You're like mature now. It is. it is. It is very. I was very nervous going into it. And now we had our first blowout fight the other night. That was what was that awesome. over? You jerked off. <laughs> you jerked off and shit on your own dick, right? Is that what happened after drinking a bottle of whiskey? <laughs> but it was. I mean, I haven't had a blowout fight. So, like, and it actually scared me how much I liked it. Right, because like wow. I, I was like, oh, I, I haven't felt anger in so fucking well, long. Because we're not allowed since high school sports, right? right. <laughs> like since <laughs> Oklahoma drill. Like, I, threw, I threw a glass at the wall and I wait, shattered. wait, I wait, wait, like, wait, wait. You're not about to say you hit her. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so then I stabbed like, her, dude. I was, was like, like, yeah. Dude, I, I remember it was like 
when was it over? How did it elevate? It was me being an idiot. It was was 100% my fault, which is, like, why it took a while to get to the fight. Because I was texting with an ex-girlfriend. It was like, she had reached out to me, and it was like a... Whoa. It wasn't like a fucking... What did she she ask for her her ring back? (laughs) What did she ask? What was the text out of nowhere? It was was just like her being like, how are you been? And it was like, what the fuck are you reaching out to me for? Like, and that, like, so why did you write that? Uh, I don't know. I'm an idiot. I, I, I don't know. Well, you probably are a nice guy. Yeah, that's I, probably what it is. I, I, yeah, I, I was. I was. Different. As your lawyer, you're a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just being nice. But the uh, the um, I fucking I I, I like gone to therapy like last year probably. She was like, "What do you want?" And I was like, "I was watching the, the uh, show." Um, Fuck, I can't think of it now. Was it's, it? a, it's a BBC show um, starring that dude from Doctor Who. Um, I forget. But anyway, the point is there's one scene in the show where he's just like, I woke up this morning and I was fucking angry for the first time in a long time. And I was like, I was like, I, I, was like, I missed that. I'm so, I, I, want, I want that so bad. And when that fucking glass shattered in, I, I was like, yeah, baby! <laughs> you got it. You skipped some steps. So you text, you get the text, you write the girl back, she sees the text, or you told her about the text? She saw it. And, oh, how did she see it? I, you I, the, I fell asleep. Uh, it was my- oh, so she wakes you up to, why the fuck did you write back Cheryl or whatever? Yeah. And then... And then you go, well, whatever. And it means nothing. How did you get to the glass? So you're sleeping in the bed. You had to go to the kid. Or did you have a whiskey? No, no, no. Because that that was, the fight was Saturday, but the the texting was like Tuesday. Okay. So it was just like four days of like silence and anger. And like, yeah, and a lot of buildup. And then like Saturday night, we were like, we got to decide, are we just going to fucking have this out? Or are we going to (laughs) just become a 60-year-old married couple in a month? Yeah, yeah. So, so you throw the glass, glass shatters. Mm. How do you feel once the glass shatters? Like, what happens? I'm sure there's an awkward silence. Oh, there wasn't an awkward. I immediately go, well, I'm a fucking idiot. And just started cleaning it up. And it was actually a nice transition. We're just like, yeah, you're so stupid. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm an idiot. And then cleaned up the glass, had some makeup sex. Had, that's how you have a Saturday night. Seven times, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> had makeup sex seven times. <laughs> to be honest, she'd rather me throw another glass. <laughs> she just starts handing you more Chinaware. She's like, how about throw this instead of fuck me again? Because I was way wetter when you did that. <laughs> you're like, you finally look like a man for once in your fucking life. <laughs> the best is throwing it and it doesn't break. <laughs> <laughs> it just bounces back. You're like, dude, I haven't thrown in a while. I know I had that slap tear surgery in college. <laughs> I haven't long tossed in a while. Dude, you played sports in college, right? Uh, or kind of. of. Yeah, I you played baseball f- my freshman year. Where at? I, I was Where at St. Michael's in, in Vermont. And I, I only played fall ball because I left in winter. Uh, I, didn't, I just did one semester there. Um, and then it, I went to Florida State and played club hockey. So would you just party at fucking pot bellies? Yeah, I did pots a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't like. I, I, I went to like six different colleges. I, I was just trying to find one that I, I enjoyed and made me happy. And eventually, I realized it, it wasn't it's, college. Yeah. It was me. <laughs> you know what? Though that's a good lesson. Like I went to Tulane instead of going to like a different college that probably would have been better for me. I just cheated on everything and <laughs> stuck it out. You know what I mean? And like just kept partying. You know, I, instead of like searching. For like, oh, I did the whole, I did the whole Appalachian Trail. I, I was like the whole Eastern Seaboard. I fucking hit. I, I went from St. Michael's. 
I was like, I didn't like a small liberal arts college in the North. So I must love a huge state school in the South. And I did that. I fucking hated that. I did a little bit. I mean, just, just classes at NYU, Providence <laughs> College, um, UMass Dartmouth. Did the whole little bit of everything. How did you keep getting in these other yeah, places? Did. Like, did you have to fill out a form? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Yo, I, I applied to the Florida State Business School. And they were like, look, we're going to let you in. But you're only allowed to be a creative writing major. Because <laughs> I, I, I got a perfect score. My, my essay, my, I'm so bad at math that I got a perfect score on my SAT writing and I still didn't have good scores in like SATs. Holy shit. Like it's still, they were still like- I was sitting next to fucking <laughs> Matt Damon over here. They were still like, Yo, you, you, you had a perfect score on one third of the test and this, this final result is still impossible. So I'm actually equally stupid at everything. Like I was like 650 verbal. Actually, I got like 1170, but I was untimed. They essentially like gave me the test they're like, take it home for a week, have your dad fill it out, and I still got an eleven hundred. Like, like, like I, I, yeah. Like when I took it timed, I got a thousand. You know, because like I, you know, half the you had time. The old one, right? Yeah, the you old one. Sixteen. Yes, yeah, I was the first year to be out of twenty-four. Okay, where are you from originally? I'm from Fall River, Massachusetts. It's like a forty-five minutes south of Boston. Okay, and so wait, so what was I gonna say? Fuck, now I forgot. God damn it. Anyway, oh no, how did you get to Barstool? Like, how did that come about? Because um, you, so you graduate from? No, I never finished. I, I just, I just finished school. <laughs> I was just done. <laughs> they, you threw a glass. You're done. They, they kept being like, maybe try another school. Maybe try another school. And eventually, I was like, I think just no schools want me. I'm gonna be done. And um, so I, I had applied for an internship uh, for the Boston for Barstool Boston, and. Um, this is obviously, this is 2010. This is back when like, there was like city based and all that kind of shit. And, um, I got to the finals of the interview process of, and I did, but I didn't know anything that like would help being an intern. Like I don't know, didn't know Photoshop, didn't know how to edit videos. Yeah. I didn't know fucking anything other than like being a little bit funny on a blog. And Dave was like, I want to hire you, but like, you can't do anything that I would need you to do. So we got to go with the other guy. And it was this kid Devlin who still works for us. And then I, I was living in Newport, Rhode Island for the summer, like just partying nonstop. And one of my buddies was like, I'm going to move to New York. Um, you want to come with me? And I was like, I got fucking nothing going on. So sure, why not? And um, I came down and I, I got an internship at Comedy Central um, that was going to start in uh, January. And then, but I, I came down at the end of summer. So I came down in September. And I was like, I need something to do. So I emailed Kevin, KFC, and was like, look, I was one of the finalists for the internship in Boston. I'm here. I need something to do. Oh, so Barstool had moved to New York at this point? No, there was just Barstool New York. Oh, okay. Kevin worked at it, but there was no office. There was no nothing. And he was like, yeah, you can be our intern. That's fine. And and then by January, when I was going to switch to Comedy Central, they were like, what if we started paying you? Would you stay? And I was like, I didn't even ask what the amount was. Because I, I mean, Comedy Central is just going to be like a fucking, you're in, you're out. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You do your six-month internship. And you don't have a is. degree. Right. <laughs> you're like, and you're dumb. I was, I was dumb. And I was, <laughs> but you write good. So you I know was, big words. <laughs> so I was just going to do my, like, get coffee for a few months and then yeah. move on to not having anything. So I was like, yeah, I'll stay. So I made 400 bucks a month. For like the next <laughs> the next year. What were you thing. doing for other money? Anything? Or, uh, or did you have some money saved up? No. Um, <laughs> my parents would help me with rent. I was living on a couch. And then Kevin would get me like 
guest bartending gigs at bars that had a relationship with Barstool. Yeah. And like, I remember the first time I thought it was going to be like, like, oh shit, like the interns, like fucking bartending, like people are going to come show out. It's going to be a fucking blast. I'm going to make a ton of money. I ended up losing money because I had to buy a black shirt and black jeans. Dude, <laughs> and then, I, did, I did the same thing. I bought a bow tie. I bought a bow tie and slacks to work at John's, a pizza place as a waiter. They let me go within the first 20 minutes. They were like, yeah. I was like, well, can I get the 40 bucks back for the bow tie? I swear to God, same thing. That's so funny. Kevin eventually started coming to the guest bartending things and just being like, here's $300. And like, yeah. yeah, like here's a tip. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The one Bud Light I just had, but like here's a couple hundred bucks to to help me get by. So then, how did it then transfer to? Didn't you guys started a podcast or? Yeah, you know? so I was there for a while, and Dave like doesn't have a great memory, so he like and started reading some of my blogs. Like this kid's funny. Like who is he? Asked Kevin, and Kevin's like he's from Boston, dude. Like he was. <laughs> He tried to be your intern. And Dave was like, oh, fuck. So he called me. He was like, why don't you move back home and start working at Barcelona Boston? Oh, wow. And so that's how I went back. What a weird fucking. And then I went back and we started doing the blackout tour, which was fucking. Yeah, that's when you would just get on a bus and go to colleges. Dude, and... It's, it, we eventually had a bus, I think. I don't know. I don't think the blackout tour ever had a bus, really. We would drive in like a fucking... You're like, can I finish school here? <laughs> <laughs> so essentially you would take a bus. You went on tour. Yeah. Like a, a rock like tour. But you didn't have like... Like, you don't have a band. Like, you're no. just going there. You're partying. I would put on my... The only thing I did was I would fucking wear mascot outfits and stage that. That was like my job. And you had a band, like music, right? You we put on DJ, party, a, a DJ. DJ. Yeah. And it was just like... I mean, it was just... It was two years nonstop of drinking. Now, how did you get to so this kind of, this well, internet was just starting to get huge, but like, how did you get people to come? How did they start? What was like the first thing that Barstool like blew? Like, how did it blow up? You know? I don't even know. There, there are so many different like things. little things. Little, that, yeah. yeah. And, but like the blackout tour was a humongous one, but like it was obviously already big because of like the writing. And I mean, Brady gate was a big blow up oh, yeah. when Dave posted a picture of Skid's dick. Um, <laughs> and uh, so that was a big like attention. If people don't know, the, the, the head of Barstool posted a picture of Tom Brady's three-year-old's dick and bragged about how fucking Call, yoke, call it a howitzer. He's like, he's like, I mean, there's a fucking big dick on him. Yeah, he's got a Tommy Lee on him. Yeah, he had a dick. Which is a compliment. Yeah. And know? it wasn't like Dave took the picture. The picture was out yeah. in public. He did put a filter on it. He, he, <laughs> he, put a, he zoomed in, don't get me wrong, but he didn't take the picture. Someone else took it. He was at the beach or whatever. Um, and uh, But yeah, then the Blackout Tour was big. There were, there were a lot of little things, I think, rather than one massive moment. And when did you meet your girlfriend in all of this? I met her about, about four years ago. Okay, so after the tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after the war tore off. <laughs> I'm lasered. Um, yeah, I met her like four years ago. That's what you do with wars. You know, people don't know that. You got to fucking laser those bitches off. <laughs> At laser tag? Yeah. Hey, 25 bucks. You just get one of those things that you take your temperature now and you just fucking hold it to your Yeah, brain. what are those temperatures? Why don't you throw a thermometer in my ass? <laughs> Dude, when I was looking at apartments, when I was moving uh, just this past you know, recently. Yeah. And the doorman was fucking checking the things and he hits me with it and he goes, 89.3, you're good. And I was like, 89.3? Am I sick? And he goes, he looks up and goes, I'm a doorman, dude. 
<laughs> it turns out the, the thermometer was just very wrong. Yeah, well, he's far your away from you. The average temperature, I think, is 98.6 right. is the number. That's the number that sticks in my head. Yeah, from the gum commercial. And yeah, it's 98.6 uh, degrees inside your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Not, but yeah, but like, yeah, that's what they do. They fucking just shoot you. What's so funny though is like, like, like that's like every, you know, like that's gonna stop COVID. Like this little, <laughs> yeah. it just it's all like fucking um, to make each other feel better. Yeah. Or like sort of fucking company feels like, oh no, I did. I, right. well, we shot a gun and he was eighty four. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Like, you clearly know that's not the right number. That's a dead person's temperature. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. just doing this. <laughs> yeah, he's so really healthy. You can check the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, um, you started working out though. What, what are you doing for working out? I just jump rope. <laughs> <laughs> I jump rope on my uh... you jump rope so you can jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> I jump, I got bands too. I'll do some curls. You can see your fucking bicep there. Yeah, you're pretty jacked. Uh, um, oh, I got cramped doing that. <laughs> yeah, me too. For some reason, <laughs> um, but the uh, yeah, jump rope, do a little bands. Got got some got some funny girlfriend stump pedals that I use. How heavy are they? What do you do? Just practice your grip so you can <laughs> jerk off by yourself with the shower running, <laughs> so you don't hear the tears. The, the I fucking I started working out. I did this workout on Saturday. I think I was gonna say you're looking good. I'm trying. I'm trying. But it was really funny. It was a con body workout. Have you heard what? of this? No. It's ex-convicts are the trainers. So it's like murderers <laughs> teaching Zumba. Like, it's literally like one of the workouts is like turning a shoe into a knife. Like, like it's, it's, it's insane. Is and this, this is like a big thing? Like a, yes. Like new, like, uh, there was like 70 people outside. They rent a park illegally. <laughs> they, they work out at the park over here. They really still haven't got on the straight and arrow, huh? No. <laughs> it's no just like, Shut the fuck up or we'll murder you. We're like, I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> so, like, I just love it because it's like all these, like, woke women you mm -hmm. know it was literally me and like 40 woke women <laughs> and uh really hot women but like they're all like oh, they're murderers like <laughs> it's like sopranos it's like the wire like it's a cool story yeah, yeah, yeah. but if it was like jimmy fallon they'd be like he did blackface once <laughs> there's no way i'm gonna learn zumba from this guy that did it's like i just love the idea of like he murdered someone but the worst part blackface Black. <laughs> like, like it's just so funny what we like what we like are cool with you know what i mean yeah i mean well murder like murder's fine i think <laughs> i think i think i'm with are, you there, there there are plenty of times where like i could be if i was ever on a, a jury it would be very easy for me to go oh i mean i get it yeah like, i threw like, a glass one yeah, like, it takes, <laughs> takes two seconds to to explain murder to me i can get over that Fucking no problem. But blackface, you got a problem with blackface? All furious about it. <laughs> <laughs> they all, they also made it seem like he was fucking like at home, like like having fun doing it. Like who, a Jimmy makeup Fallon? cast put it on yes, him. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There yeah, was yeah. a makeup artist who put that on him. Also, dude, one of these guys, like it was like tw it's twenty five years ago. It's Halloween. Like it was one time. You know, the, I think the only difference is a murderer he, he did it on SNL, right? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, oh, oh, like another see, person yeah, yeah. that they're like, you know. But but I I, I do think like uh, like a murderer goes to jail. So like, if you go to jail for a day, even though you murdered your wife and your kids, it's like, what 
he did he time. time. Yeah, he served he his time. Ate his debt to society. It's like Michael Vick. He's like he killed forty five dogs, but you know he ate lobster in jail, <laughs> and so he, he he deserves to be on TV again. But if he did black, if well, a black guy, <laughs> if, if Michael white Michael Vick, <laughs> white face. Yeah, it, it's, no, it was EA Sports did it. Oh no, no, I'm sorry, ESPN did it for a magazine. Wait, you what? They, so they made him in Madden. Um, of uh, and they made him white. So the story was like, what if Michael Vick was uh, was white or something like that? And it is very funny. I mean, well, there was white girls in the movie. Obviously, it's not the same. I'm not saying that blackface is cool. I'm just saying that if we're gonna, yeah, he looks <laughs> like uh, Carson Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a kid who like he'd sell you weed in high school for sure. Yeah, and he, like he would be the kid who like. Overly makes jokes about your mom. Like he, like, like, he actually is going to try and fuck her. I, I, I live next door to a kid like that. And he actually shot a bullet into our house. And it went into the snake tank. Talk about Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I don't even. You had a snake tank? My brother bought a, a Burmese python. And then it was at like three feet. And then he moved to college, <laughs> left the snake. <laughs> like, this is a snake that's going. That's going to be a 40 foot. Like, yeah. literally like a 19 foot snake. He's just like, take care of it. Buy it mice, you know, like, like <laughs> torture these little animals while they like hold it over. That you don't leave a snake, makes... you leave a cat. <laughs> you know what I mean? A you cat. don't leave anything. Don't fucking give me an animal. I don't like when someone fucking hands me like a water bottle. I'm like, what's that Kanye tweet where it's like, now I gotta be responsible for this water bottle? Like, like, like I, 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 I would kill that snake. Well, my like intentionally. Well, we might have. <laughs> it didn't last long. It shed its skin and its heart. It shed a lot. It, it shed its heart. Shed, shed, shed. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. It, yeah. It shed until it's dead. It shed. It's it's dead. It did not make it to four feet. I don't think. But God bless them. I forgot That's, what it. Didn't, yeah, is it, aren't like the Everglades like run overrun with like people's snakes? That's like. Well, yeah, they'll just let them go because you don't realize, like, like you live in a one bedroom, you can't share that with a twenty foot, (laughs) maybe a seven foot snake. You can't get a twenty foot snake in a one bedroom. You need a mansion. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. Like, it's like, oh, let's buy a tiger and fucking, you know, it's just insanity. That's the most fucking Florida story I've ever heard in my life, though. Like, like if you, the only thing you like, maybe like add to it is if you're like and then my dad was high on meth in the, in the other room eating my mom's face but yeah. like my neighbor shot a gun into my house the drug dealer neighbor <laughs> shot, a my house shot a gun and went through the snake tank <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but the snake didn't die it died of natural causes because we didn't feed it my brother left to college no it died of natural causes starvation yeah, yeah. <laughs> look if he wanted to eat he could have got out yeah yeah and got a job and eaten meat he could have worked at barstool yeah. <laughs> he probably got a higher fucking math score than <laughs> but dude this has been fun god damn I don't even know what time we're at what are we at 207. What time did you get here? I'm going to say 125. Is that your brother on your thing? No, it's my dead best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Nickname Snake? <laughs> That's a snake playing over there. <laughs> oh, my God. So you see that every day, your dead best friend? I see it every day. I have a tattoo of two. So just initials. 
So, oh man, that's hmm. bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's really bad writing. <laughs> Don't worry, I got my two of my podcasts. <laughs> Honestly, what is yeah. the name puddle? Puddle. I wish it was. Wish a- it was friend. Your wake puller story. <laughs> no, it's just one girl DM me that I make her puddle in her panties. Oh, and so I just fucking ran with it. You get DM like you, you fucking you yeah, mean chicks in your yeah. DMs. Yeah, it's pretty fun. In yeah, there. yeah, it's exciting, dude. I don't check my DMs ever. Well, here's the thing, Barstool. Well, you call her daddy has a lot of girls, but like KFC Radio actually has a ton of girls. Oh, it does? Yeah, KFC okay. Radio. I would say I used to say it's fifty fifty. I would say we're more female listeners now. Wow, that's great. Yeah. I'm definitely probably. 70 30 70 30 guys female no female oh, really? girl yeah female oh, female shit. to girl <laughs> female to little girl how did your friend die uh you don't know <laughs> what do you mean he just died in his sleep how about this how long this is so fucked up so it was is it bad that the only stories i like are friends that <laughs> <laughs> and then part of it's selfish because i'm like how do you die could i die like that <laughs> yeah you definitely could it was just in his sleep <laughs> damn but it. i wish with, it was a bus he was with it was a one-night stand so a girl woke up Oh my! God. And he was dead in bed. Like I, I hope that girl. She called nine one one. I hope she called a therapist right after that. Yeah, dude. Oh my <laughs> god, she fucked him to death. Yeah, Good yeah. pussy though. I killed the guy with my fucking quick. Can you imagine her <laughs> fucking again? She'd have to be so scared, man. <laughs> she came to the to the wake. She goes, you know, and she's just like wakeboard. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. We're like, you don't have to be here at all, lady. Like, oh my cool. god, dude. So he fucked mm. her. Died? Is this in college? Uh, no, this was eight years ago. So 2012, I was two years out of college. There was no blow involved no. or anything? No, because I actually wasn't with him that night. My buddy was, and he's like, he'd have given me coke if we had it. So like, he it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't the kind to, to hog it. Yeah, like, yeah. He would have offered me any drugs he had. And so they think it's just a brain aneurysm. Oh, my God. It's got to be hard for her to have sex again. I would think. I would. I would imagine you got a lot of you got a lot of issues you got to work out before you take another dick. <laughs> Jesus. Well, or maybe she just developed like a fucking necrophilia fetish. Maybe maybe she developed a fetish where she's the guy she fucked has to die after. She might have fucked him after he died. And we don't know. No one knows. But the autopsy report says he came ten minutes after he died. <laughs> I think you're fucking a girl, and she's like, "Look, I got, I got, I do have a bit of kink to tell you about. When I was, when I was 24, yeah, the guy died right after, and I need that to happen every time to get off now. <laughs> like, well, like, here's something you should know. I'm, I've been thinking about suicide for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> we could kill two, kill two yeah, birds with like, one stone. I've actually just been too much of a pussy for suicide. So this is. This is really going to work out for Finally, me. Finally, I have a good excuse. <laughs> Dude, that's so great, uh, but sad. But sad. But sad, but great. Yeah, I had a friend die from a heroin overdose, and then I went to his funeral, and I swear to God, the guy that was given the eulogy was on heroin, and he was just talking about how, how like, my buddy would party so, like, what killed him, essentially? Yeah. Like, dude, he was always the life of the party, and Dilly was dead. Yeah. <laughs> he was great at wakeboarding, dude. He would bust a 180, do some hay bombs. I don't even know if that's a thing. But, like, and, man, he was fun. And it's like, that's why we're here. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it's it's like, f- like, like, like a guy's funeral who... No, he he loves skydiving, man. Like that was his big thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's like, yeah, no, we know. It's yeah, yeah. What, it's he still has the parachute. On. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 we couldn't get it off. Of him. It's stuck. <laughs> you ever gone skydiving? 
Yeah, I did. I'm fucking skydiving's awesome because it is. I, I've always said like I I don't like doing things that I could get hurt doing, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get hurt doing skydiving. Either you, it's just like, well, this is going wrong. Oh, so you're saying you you either go insanely big or you go, yeah. You go. Like I don't want to do something where I could break my leg. That's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I don't want to fucking do Dying a, a good. flip on on a snowboard. <laughs> I don't want to be kind of hurt because yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. I, I mean, I, I ski. Where did you skydive? Uh, I've gone twice, both in, in Newport, Rhode Island. Okay, I went in Florida in Sebastian. So you, so what? How did you feel about it? Like the first time. I know how I felt, but like, kind of walk me. Which time was like scarier? Um, not neither time was was I scared at all. I really I never was like even a little bit of nervous about it. I was excited. Um, the first time was a little while. We were like, we were ch- racing racing a storm. They're like, like it's about to start fucking thunder and lightning. So if you want to go, we go now. And I'm like, my like, bro, like it's already getting dark out. It's three yeah. o'clock on a Saturday on a on a summer afternoon. Like yeah, are this you just, sure we're just turn into Point Break. Yeah. Like, am <laughs> I, put a Nixon mask on. We got to jump before. Yeah, and yeah. so we're like, I was like, fuck. I was kind of, I was kind of drunk. We like, you know, I had a few beers beforehand to loosen up the nerves. Yeah. And so we're like, all right, fuck it, let's go. And then like we get up there, and it's like it's exceptionally cloudy and dark clouds. So when I jumped, the I whole couldn't, point of jumping <laughs> is to see everything. I couldn't see anything. <laughs> and like and they also pulled the shoot almost right away like i had like a very little free fall and i was like okay it was then it was just me getting fucked by a guy the rest of the time that gets awkward when you're just like all right bro like this really isn't that invigorating anymore like the parachute clearly works dude that was just you and like i can feel your dick in my back that is that is the next 15 minutes of my life that's what, <laughs> that's what you pay for <laughs> they're like i can't see anything I, I, we fell for Seven seconds, and you rape me? <laughs> Where do I sign up? <laughs> this is great. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I mean, I saw everything. But I, the yeah. second time I saw everything. The second time was like a clear day. But his dick was small. <laughs> so that sucked. <laughs> Dude, I did in Florida, and my buddy, it was like early morning, and I remember they gave, the guy had beautiful long hair that they gave me beautiful i was like this guy you know he's obviously he lives you know he's got long hair he does this is the only thing he could do with that hair so i felt fine you know but my buddy jumped like he did like a hundred jumps so he didn't have anyone on his back and he jumped out first and i saw this motherfucker disappear so quick that i go i don't want to like like it was fucking it's wild when you see just someone jump by themselves i think i jumped first both times so I don't think I've ever seen. Oh, oh you never saw anyone. No. It is interesting too. The airplane is scarier than the jump almost because yeah. the, the airplane's made out of like Swiss cheese, right. made and in like World War II. Definitely drunk. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I think someone was telling me we had a kid at work who's like same kind of deal. Like, he's done a hundred jumps and he, he's like, yeah, he's like, I, I, I only I pack my own shoe because like everyone at the place is drunk because like. I would not trust myself packing my own shoe. I can't even fold a shirt. I'm going to fucking <laughs> trust my own fucking hands Dude, and my ADD. I, I, you, but like, like you can't trust them either because no one goes into the world, into the workforce being like, okay, best case scenario, I work at a skydiving place. Like that's, you've, you've been let go from a lot of jobs before you're like, all right, we'll do this. Can I be honest? If you didn't get the internship at Barstool, <laughs> you, you're, you're a skydiver. Probably. <laughs> like, probably. And, and guess what? You shouldn't fucking listen to me. Like, you, sh- you, shouldn't, you shouldn't trust a bag I packed. 
Dude, my uncle built a plane that he flies himself in his garage. I mean, that's insanity. But dude, I would never in a I million I couldn't years... build a matchbox car <laughs> and trust it with my fingers. I mean, it's obviously a small plane. It's like the kind you jump out of. Um, but I'm like, what do you mean you're like, going to go up in it? I was like, I thought you were just doing this as a hobby. Yeah. He's like, he's like, no, I fly it. I'm not getting on that, man. I've fucking seen you drunk at Christmas. Like, buy a drone. What are you doing? Like, why put your body in that? Like, how he? Do you have a death wish at that point? Like, what is it about someone that does something like that? I don't know what it is. Like, is he married? Does he have yeah. kids? Yeah. No, no kids. Married. Still, well, he must hate his wife. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you have kids, it's pretty fucking selfish to be like, yeah, no, I bought this airplane kit. <laughs> And then I fly. It has no engine. You just jump off a building. It's a glider. You know what I mean? Like, whoever goes on a glider is fucking insane. Yeah. It's always white people. Oh. Always white people. Well, because we don't have enough risk in our day-to-day lives. I know. So we're like, we got to find a way to get the adrenaline. Get, getting pulled over by the police doesn't get us. Yeah, get just us move to bed and do blackface. <laughs> and then do, yeah, then you'd be fine. That's, that's why fucking white teenagers started doing those YouTube prank videos like, Stepping on Jordans in the hood. Dude, <laughs> those just... people are hilarious. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I hate them so much. I hate pranksters. Dude, I, I'm not a prank guy. I, I've never understood it. Like, like, they would always end it with like, dude, no, look, there's a video. There's a video. There's a camera. It's just a prank. It's just a prank. And it's like, you still fucking stepped on my Jordans, dude. It's not a prank. That's literally what happened. You went out of your way to come fucking dirty up my shoes. What's crazy is that people go, oh, it's a video? Oh. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, oh, yeah. you, you stabbed my mom? <laughs> oh, camera? <laughs> Classic stab my mom. But yeah, no, you're right. Like, like you still, like, it's still real life. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's real life. Like, mm-hmm. you fucking stepped on my brand new Jordans. That, that's the only thing I care about. And you fucking took that from me. And then you, oh, no, dude, no. My, my friend Giorgio. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. And it's the best when they actually get their ass whooped. I'll tell you that. That's, uh, that's rare. But when when you finally you come up on one of those unicorns, oh, what a great video! I mean, the need for attention is insanity. And yeah. I mean, look at us. I was gonna <laughs> say, I totally agree, and I also have it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I do, I do. But like, we're like, no, but we do it in like a smart way. It's like we just talked about shitting our pants <laughs> for an hour. We're so different than them. Jerking <laughs> off in the bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, at least we, you know, talked about politics. <laughs> Anyhow, but dude, this was so amazing. Thank you so, for doing it. Thank you very much for having me. Man. Check out your podcast, KFC Radio. It's unbelievable. These guys are great. You and Kevin are so nice and so funny. And uh, yeah, a fucking. Um, College football's back, baby. College football is back. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks, guys. All right, let's go. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. You're standing in deep, you're getting real wet. You ain't that deep because you're kind of shallow. Shallow in the brain and shallow in your heart. You'll never get that deep inside the water, girl. You'll never get that deep. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. You know, when you're standing in the puddle, you don't know where to go because you're so deep, you don't know what to do. I don't know what to do.
to say I don't know how wet I am Cause I'm so wet, that's who I am I'm so wet, wet, I'm so wet I'm so wet, I'm so, so, so wet Now come on in Puddles, puddles Because you get down and then everyone will come over here. Yep, hot. Mm. Not bad.